Were you an E-Haw guy, Slee? <laughs> what if, by, by the way, can you do this? You know how people will have music blasted? Can uh-huh. you have music blasted and you're listening to AM radio? Like, cause, <laughs> does that happen? Like, does somebody kind of pull up kind of mad staring, right? And it's around 6 o'clock and you just hear Sedano and LZ in the background? I mean, I, is, more, is that possible? I want to know if there were two cars parked at a red light in the last 20 minutes or so and both had their windows down and one car had something like this come out of it. And the other guy, like, hey, what are you listening to? What is that? That sounds pretty cool. I'd like to hear some more. What what channel you got that on? Maybe that's uh, what they're. Maybe that's. Uh, uh, well, by the way, what if the guy on the other side is? Oh, that, that's Trav. That's Trav's sleeper show. Yeah, that that's Trav. What, Trav was know? saying yesterday about the peacocks over in over it's in San Marino. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Here's a couple I, of quick. Can I, uh, can I read? Can I read yeah. one tweet off real quick? Please. Mid City Juan. Yeah. Tell Trav, he says, Sliwa, tell Trav that the Peacocks aren't only in the foothills. My mama's got a crib on Slauson and Western. They're okay. down there as well. So let's just Damn. say. Man, the Peacocks are in the hood. They, they are. are <laughs> they are. They're spreading around L.A. County. So let's stop. Uh, let's stop pretending that they're only in certain spots here in the Pasadena area. That's Very not the case. Guys, I've lived here species. for like over 20 years. I've never seen one Peacock yet. Yeah, well, I've never heard of this. You want? I can you? I can swing by and pick you up, and I can take you to Peacock Central. In Please about 20 do, minutes. and we'll go get a burrito too. Lousy with peacocks. when we're back in studio, I'm gonna bring a couple in. That'd be great. That'd be great. Fair <laughs> right, with Amanda so first. That's good. I like that. Here's another new name. I like that. This is um, you want payday, and it says, yeah, the ride would get canceled if Trav tried getting into the front seat, Slee, especially if he's solo. New COVID rules for Uber say driver can cancel if the rider don't ride in the back if he's alone. Plus, Travis is a Mysterio hater, so canceling ride if I was the driver. <laughs> okay, look. First of all, what's his name again? Um, I lost him already. I'm not <laughs> – I, I'm not getting in in COVID situation. That's different. We're, we're we're just assuming the world has gone back to normal. I'm not. I don't want you to catch my vid, and I don't want to get your vid. So we're gonna stay away from each other in that regard. As for Mysterio, you're right. I did hate that guy. <laughs> Mysterio made me wildly uncomfortable, and I'm glad that uh, that is no longer a part of my daily existence. So you you, you and I will agree to disagree on that one. Uh, I'm gonna send. I'm sign. gonna send. I'm gonna send Amanda an email, and the subject line is just gonna say peacocks. And I'm gonna get into. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, we had a conversation. Funches has never seen him in L.A. We want to bring a couple in studio when we're back in studio. Just let me know what you think. We don't need an answer right away. What do you think she would do? I think she'd be all right with it. They're they're, they're beautiful. They're beautiful creatures. Did they have those blue heads and the beautiful? She'd feathers? respond back, "You're an idiot," and then that would be. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's see that what would she be, says. That'd be the end there, boss. We're gonna bring in a, a, a. I don't know what you call a group of peacocks, a flock, a, a flock of peacocks, and we'll see what happens. One more here. This is a, a new name. I always love new names. It's from Adrian, and Adrian writes, "I'm with you, Trav. Any trail? I'm looking for those mountain lines." Slee, so you seriously? Are you, do you ever go for a hike up in the mountains once in a while? I've, I've, listen, I, I, every year I go camp in different places, Sequoia, okay. um, Yosemite, stuff like that. Perfect. There are places where, you know, and I go with a buddy of mine, there are certain trails where I'm like, yeah, no, this is, this is <laughs> where the bear, yeah, this is <laughs> like, you can't get a better environment. Two idiots, okay? Uh, both of them have no idea what's going on. They have zero protect, like, it's not like we're bringing a knife or something along those lines. This is where it happens. I've never seen a bear. We- never seen a bear. My wife and I were celebrating our 10th anniversary. This was a long time ago. And we were staying in Santa Barbara. And we went for a hike up in the Santa Inez Mountains. And we got pretty far up there. And it was just the two of us. There was no one else on the trail. We hadn't seen mm-hmm. anybody for the better part of 45 minutes or so. And we, we were trying to get all the way to the top because it, the views up there are just stunning. And we got about 85% of the way there. And I had that, that lizard brain part of me saying, you need to get out of here right now. Mm. This is a really bad spot to be in because you don't know what you're doing you're out for a walk and then there are things here that can eat you i've never run down a mountain in my life until that day and it took us about three hours to get that high it took us about 30 minutes to get down uh, i'm i'm the guy that will go camping i'm like we should just keep let's keep the salmon in the tent let's keep the salmon in the tent just to make <laughs> sure that it stays fresh <laughs> 
<laughs> I might want a snack in the middle of the night. Let's not use the let's not use the bear uh, that the bear proof uh, where you're supposed to put. I feel let's just keep everything in the tent just in case. Bears are pretty scary too. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. All right, so I want you to take off your purple, red, yellow, and orange T-shirt, Slee, and not okay. be the world's number one jazz fan. I want you to be um, analyst. It's Alex not easy. Lua. Not okay? easy. Analyst Slee. Okay. Lakers are out. Mm-hmm. Clippers are in. Do people care? Do people have interest in this? And here's what I'm getting at. I understand that if we were going to list the most popular teams in this city, and I think if you ask anybody to, t- to take off their jersey and just be honest about it, the two top teams in this city, everybody would answer the same thing. It's the Lakers and the Dodgers, right? Is there any argument there at all? No, no. Okay. No. If so you Lakers, want to argue one, two, you can, but it's, right. there's no argument. Yep. Right. I, I think you and I are a perfect example. You would probably pick the Lakers first. I would pitch the Dodgers first, but we're going to have the other one in second place no matter what. Yep. Right? Okay. Yep. So how far down the list do we go before you get to the Clips? Because uh, does anybody want to put him number three? I don't. Okay, so th- this is what I think. It's tough today because today they're actually a story. They're relevant right now. They are. Like in, in L.A. sports right now, they're relevant. To who? I, I, th- I think in L.A. We, we've let off a couple shows talking about them. We don't do that often. That, that doesn't happen. So I think that if the Clippers are just the regular let's use, here's a good example. It's probably not the best example. When the Angels aren't good, nobody's really talking about the Angels, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're we're not just number not. three either. I, I agree with you. But when they're not good, we're not talking about the Angels. That's not a regular conversation that's being had. We might mention the Angels now because Otani, mm-hmm. right? That, that's the only reason why I mention And that's a great reason to mention it, but it's taking an incredibly polarizing athlete that's doing things that haven't been done in 100 years, okay? Yeah. If the Clippers were not good, then they would be much further down the list. But I think right now there are relevant topics. But so I'm going to that, do my though. hold on. I want to be specific though. A topic on a given day is different than people caring, right? What I'm talking about is but don't you, you care I, more today than you would if they weren't a relevant topic? I might, but I'm a bad I'm a bad sample size. You're a bad sample size because we swim in the sports pool every day, right? We're in it. Every, I'm talking about. Your mom, my mom, grandmothers, aunts, uncles that don't follow sports and these things. like They, they know what's going on with the Lakers. They know that mm-hmm. LeBron and Anthony Davis are on the Lakers. They know that LeBron is aging. They know that Anthony Davis is hurt. These mm-hmm. sorts of things. With the, if I said to my mom, hey, give, give me somebody on the Clippers not named Kawhi Leonard, she probably couldn't do it. And, and I, th- I think that the point is it's just relatively speaking. Call her right speaking. now. Funch, get her on the line. <laughs> generally speaking, right? Mm-hmm. And they're behind SC football. That's got to be number three in my book. Is you want to put somebody else in three? Can I? Can I? Can I ask this question? So, let's not say when the team is down. Let's say when the team is up. So let let's say let's use as an example. What's the buzz in L.A. when this team is good? Okay. So, mm-hmm. if USC is ranked top five in the country, and you got Oregon coming into town, and Oregon is top ten in the country. Probably the be the buzz other way around, but sure. The buzz, no, it wouldn't even be that. <laughs> Just the fact that we're even saying top five doesn't even go right. with the conversation. Right. The buzz in LA around USC would be much higher than the Clippers as one of the favorites to win an NBA championship. Is that a fair way to put it? Like, oh, take sure, sure, sure. Take sure. take top of what USC yeah. is. Take top of yeah. what Clippers is. Oh, it's no, not no, even no, a conversation. No, not even right. Close. It's not even a conversation. Okay. Yeah. So let's say SC is done. Okay. SC is before the Clippers. Okay. Let me How throw about another Rams? one in there. How about Rams? Oh, I, 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 you took it right out. I think that the Rams come in after that, right? M- mainly because it's the NFL, right? That the Rams are still in the process of building a fan base. They have them. I mean, I've been at every Rams home game other than last season. In their their fans there. The Rams have a very robust fan base, but it's a process. They were gone for twenty five years. Or and it's the or NFL, absolutely. It's the NFL, NFL people are going to yep. be so. The, the Rams are on that list. Conversely, I don't think the Chargers are in the top ten. Hey, I just – they're not because they're still – I mean, you're a San Diegan. I still think of them as the San Diego Chargers. I still think of them as a team that's from San Diego that's just kind of here because I don't understand why. No, it's, the, the Chargers is uh, – that might be the worst professional team in all of sports. And what I'm talking about is 
you're in a city and a big market and truly nobody cares about your existence. That's that's the truth. I mean, it's being honest. It, it's San Diego doesn't care about you because you left San Diego. L.A. doesn't care about you because they have other teams that they're interested in. So Chargers would be way, way further down the list. Here's a tweet. This is from Era, and Era writes, Trav, we understand it's a Lakers town, but there are 10 million people in L.A. County, and yes, people care about the Clippers, and there's a huge fan base here in SoCal. We get you living a bubble but think outside your little bubble once in a while that's what we're doing here Eric. and i hear you i'm not the 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 argument oh by the way my mom just texted and said paul george so i was wrong about that mm. um <laughs> but secondarily Did she, it's not when, when she says don't when she says luke Kennard, tell me then okay that's <laughs> that's when i'm ready i'm ready if she throws in Kennard. <laughs> she already i think she probably tapped the mat after paul george i could be wrong we'll see mom do you know who luke Kennard is um the question is not do they have – of course they do. Like to your point, Era, there are – in greater Los Angeles, there are, what, 15, 20 million people? Of course they're fans. That's not the point. The, fa- the, the question isn't viable business fans. Of course they are. I'm not crazy. I understand that. My point is relevancy inside the city. It's not do you have more than, say, the Kansas City Royals. Of course you do because there's just more people here. But inside the city, where do they fall? And we've gone through four – and I don't think anybody would say that they're higher than fourth in this town. And I here's here number five. It's the LA Kings. That they've been here for fifty years. They've been very good, not super recently, but in the last ten years or so, they've won a couple of Stanley Cups along the way. A diehard fan base. You saw it when they were diehard fan base. That's the key. Is it's it's a it doesn't have to be that there's a million Kings fans out there, but the fans that are Kings fans, you feel them. You and, hear and here's them. The thing. They can sweep a city. I'm going to make a point that Arrow is kind of getting at. I happen to – I'm not an L.A. Kings fan. I, I'm an Anaheim Ducks fan, mm-hmm. okay? But I understand that the King fan base is far greater than the Ducks. Mm-hmm. It's far greater. I don't care. I'm a Ducks fan. But this is what I'm getting at. So now we're down to five. You want to throw UCLA basketball in there? Do we want to sure. throw LAFC? Do we want there, – there are so many other Galaxy, things. right? Gal- mm-hmm. they, so where, where – are the Clippers in the top ten? That sounds insane to say out loud because we already, we've already eliminated an NFL team, right? Mm-hmm. Chargers aren't in the top ten. Chargers might be behind Cal State Fullerton baseball. I mean, we're, 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 I mean they're, they're way down the list. Chargers, I, University of Laverne has a really good uh, – <laughs> their volleyball team right now Men's or women's? Is, I follow both. Which one are you into? I'm talking about the men's right now. Okay. They have a team that is pretty incredible to watch right now, so it's up there. What about Sierra Canyon basketball with Bronny? Yeah, they're good too. They're good too. I don't. I, you know, I, when you put it that way, I, I, I guess I kind of didn't think of it that way with the Clippers. I, I, I'm obviously I'm, I'm a bad person to ask because I have interest in what's going on with the Clippers. I have interest in the NBA. I have I'm curious. I have a curiosity of is this thing going to work? Obviously, I'm you know I haven't hid the fact that I'm rooting for the Jazz to win, and I think that's just a, a very um, that's what a lot of Laker fans are doing, and we sound like we're 11-year-olds, but that's that's what's happening, right? And I'm sure there's Clipper fans that root for the Lakers to lose. Yeah, I don't know how far down that list they are. they got to be, you're right, they, maybe it is seven or eighth team of interest here in Southern California. Um, maybe it is that, that far down the list. Maybe. And the difference between them and the Chargers and some of these other teams, it, it's not like they just came in a couple days ago. They've been no. here. Here's another tweet. This is from uh, 49ers Carlos, but first ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Carlos writes, Trav, Rams ain't bigger. We, 49ers fans, outnumber their 2-1 to one at the home games. This is my point, Carlos. You're making my point for me. I don't know if that's true, 40, but, but your larger point is true. There's a ton of 49er fans here in town. There are a ton of Steeler fans. There a ton are a ton of Cowboy of fans. fans. Cowboy yep. fans. Every time the Chiefs fans, every time one of those teams comes into the Coliseum, well, SoFi starting now, there's a ton of them. That's the point. Chargers? Come on, man. Clippers? Eh. Wait, what, what's going to happen? By the way, what's going to happen to the Chargers? And this is a real question. We're finally going to have fans inside of SoFi Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's finally going to They're be fans 30, there. expecting 30,000 today, Slee, for a practice. At SoFi? Yes, um, but we're we're obviously going to have uh, now that we're going to have fans back. What happens to the Chargers? What what's SoFi going to look like? Let me let me give you some games that they're going to have. Okay, Cowboys come in week two. Mm, good game. Raiders come in week four. Always a huge draw. Ca- uh, Cavs. Uh, 
the Browns come in um, week five. Patriots come in week eight. Minnesota comes in week ten. You know why I'm throwing out these teams? Pittsburgh comes in week eleven. Can you imagine what SoFi is going to look like? I mean, is that is that not going to be one of the most embarrassing looks for a sports franchise coming into this new stadium? It, it's going to be all. It, it's going to literally be the entire road. Uh, it, it's going to almost almost be similar wherever they were playing Dignity Health, whatever that was, but now in front of sixty thousand fans, seventy thousand fans, rather than twenty five. Yeah, it's not going to be a good look. But here's the thing. Let me say this to every person out there in L.A. that hasn't had a chance, and that's almost everybody. I've been very, very lucky in this regard. Whether it's a Rams game, a Chargers game, something, go to Get SoFi. Get to SoFi. It will yeah. blow I haven't been. your damn mind. It I still haven't been. It is unbelievable. It is so, so good. All right, Sleep. You ready to be Siskel and or Ebert? Sure. Okay, you get to pick which one you want to be because we're going to break down the best action movies of all time. There's a list that's out, and it's all wrong. We're going to fix it. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. So here's what I need from you, I got nothing. By the way, I got nothing. Here's yeah. what I, I don't know if it's Funch or, or you can do it, Taylor. I need you to play that the real Peacock sound now, just so everybody understands my level of expertise when it comes to Peacock sounds. It's not bad. It's, yeah, I'm pretty, it's pretty close. I'm pretty no, close. It's, it's pretty close. <laughs> I'm pretty close. I'm pretty happy with that. You have a tweet, Slee? Yeah, let me, let me read off this one. So, listen, I understand there's going to be Clipper fans that get protective Mm-hmm. That think that we're going after the Clippers. Let let me let me be as honest as as I can possibly be. Here's the reality: If you're a Clippers fan, you shouldn't care what Laker fans say. You really shouldn't. You shouldn't care what I say. At the end of the day, if your team wins, that's going to be the most important thing that happens. So, when we're saying where do the Clippers rank as far as importance in Los Angeles, I'm not saying that to. Uh, it's not to demean the Clippers. It's the reality. You were just talking about, okay, SC, think about if it's a big game, what it's going to be like. Think about the LA Kings when they were winning their Stanley Cups, what 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 the city kind of looked like. Ara Messerlian on uh, Twitter says, been a Clipper fan since 1990. We get we're not top four in relevancy in LA, but don't care. Laker fans think we care, but the whole point is underdog role. We are fine being where we're at. It's just fun cheering for a team that's not easy like the Lakers. That's fine. There's nothing... By, by the way, I, I, I've i said this before. I will give credit to the Clippers, but you have to give a reason to give credit for. Mm-hmm. So what am I supposed to do? They, they, they won the first round against the Dallas Mavericks. It took them seven games in a series that most people thought it was going to take five. I'm supposed to give them credit for that? They start <laughs> the series against the Utah Jazz, yes, or a couple days ago. They lose game one without Mike Conley. And I was reading articles, and I was listening to people say, well, look at the travel they've been in. They've played this many games. They've done That's their problem. That ain't the Jazz problem. Jazz wrapped up the series against Memphis. They were sitting back for six days. Give credit when it's due. It's not due. Yeah, I, I hear what Eric's saying, but they're, they're, the last part of it, it's just fun cheering for a team that's not easy like the Lakers. First of all, I don't know if it's fun to be a Laker fan. It's also not easy to be a Laker fan because if you don't win at all, you're disappointed. That That's not easy. The, the target is all of it or bad season. That's not easy. The, the idea of, hey, we beat a team lower seated than us and came back, yeah, it's a pretty good year. That's That's easy. The easy part is just anything other than total disaster is considered a win. That seems easier to me. What, what, what do I know? All right, one more here This uh, on the same topic, kind of ranking the local teams. Uh, John writes, number one, Lakers. Number two, Dodgers. Yes. Number three, bacon-wrapped hot dog cart guy. Mm. He certainly deserves a, a mm. higher ranking. We, we missed him. Did not, yeah, did not see that coming. Okay. What else number we got four, there? Rams. Number uh-huh. five, Galaxy. Five B, the other LA soccer team, allegedly. Okay. What do you mean LAFC? Number six, the Angels, not a chance. And number seven, Slee's twenty-four hour fitness basketball it's squad. It's not a bad squad. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, we um, 
there's a lot of upside. Let's just say that. We had a rough couple of seasons, but we're, we're really expecting to make some noise this uh, upcoming bracket. Thank you for putting that in the top <laughs> Are you guys making there. the playoffs? That's not, <laughs> yeah. We're rebuilding. We've been rebuilding for nine years. And then I missed one. It says uh, number 184, the Clippers. So, yeah. They really shouldn't care. I, I, if I was – if I'm a Clipper fan, they, they definitely shouldn't care. But we're sitting in a position where – I don't like the conversation of, well, you know what, uh, uh, I've, I've read the headline when they passed the Dallas Mavericks, it was as if they accomplished something. Yesterday, I heard a lot of excuses for the Clippers. Just get it done. The Lakers are freaking out. They are out of the playoffs. Has there ever been a path for the Los Angeles Clippers to represent the West in the freaking finals? There has never been a path like this. Take advantage of it. The problem with the Clippers is we've had this conversation before. They folded in the past. We'll see if something changes this year. And, and, and can I just throw one more piece in this? Because the more you're talking, the more it resonated. How the 24-hour f- fitness thing? <laughs> no, not that. Okay. <laughs> How does a team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George honestly look at themselves in the mirror considering themselves underdogs? Come on, man. Come on. You've got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You've got a championship-caliber coach. Rajon Rondo. You had a championship-winning coach in Doc Rivers. You have the richest owner in the NBA. Come on, man. You're underdogs? Stop. You used to be. You used to. When Michael Oval Candy was was your best player. The mentality is still that. I think, actually, that's a more important point, that the mentality is still underdog. They can't get out of that. They can't – until they actually – become a team and a franchise that, let's say, gets to the finals, wins an NBA champ, something along those lines, maybe there it's kind of engraved in a lot of fan in some of these fans to think, yeah, we are the underdog because they've always been the underdog. But you're right. The moment, Trev, when Paul George, do you remember that night? Was it all on the same day, Paul George and Kawhi, right? That, that all happened simultaneously, it happened right? It happened simultaneously. Day, but it happened really quick. Did you think, oh, my gosh, that's... That's an underdog there. No, you didn't. You never did. You thought you thought the Lakers Clippers, those are the two best teams in the NBA. That's what you thought. The second Steve Ballmer bought that team, they weren't they weren't the underdog anymore. You, you, the, the resources that he has, the commitment that he has to winning, the fact that they got those that it, it, it's all changed. It used to be they were underdogs because they were they were clumsy. They would always shoot themselves in the foot. And their and, owner and right. their, and owner, their owner, owner had a lot to do with that. Laughable, he was, yep. he was, you know, despicable and laughable. But he was, he was that guy. So not anymore. They're, they're what they are right now. They're not underdogs. They're underachievers. That that's what they are. An, an underdog was a team that had Danny Manning on a rebuilt leg that was trying to find their way through, and maybe they'd been a series. That's an underdog. Can I give you a better example? An underdog is. Before Kawhi and PG came, it was Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams taking the Warriors to six games. That's right. an underdog. Right. That's you're not supposed to win. Not anymore. And, and and when I say the path has, if the Lakers have always been a thorn in the Clippers' side, the Lakers are out. The, the West is wide open for you. Yeah. Underachieving has Kawhi Leonard and Paul George blown a 3-1 lead in the second round. Underachieving means you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George blowing a 13-point lead in the first half of a second-round game, and the other team is missing one of their best players. That's not underdog. And it, I and I still not. and I still think I have not personally viewed them as an underdog. I I actually think they're going to end up beating the Utah Jazz. I'd be more surprised that they're not the team representing the West when it's all said and done. Uh, even though I don't want that to happen, that that could very well happen. All right, let's do this. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. Do you want to be Siskel or Ebert, Slee? Uh, I'll be Ebert. Oh, good. I was yeah. afraid you were going to set that up differently. I'm very yeah. happy to be Siskel in yeah, this yeah. situation. No, we're, good. we're breaking down action movies and making a bad list right. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get constant contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers, thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. What you should do when you're pulling up, if you're ever at a stoplight, come in with this music. Come in with this right here. <laughs> Somebody suggested that my uh, pull-up to the red light music would have been Air Supply, I'm All Out of Love. Don't get me wrong. I'll listen to a little Air Supply. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to it. But wait, wait. The hook, really is coming. The, the hook is coming in. I'm all out of love. I'm so is... lost without you. That one. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's pretty good right there. Yeah. Okay, it's, what it's, you saw. It's right, it's right next to my Peacock impression. You <laughs> saw some article about best action movies. Wait, you don't want to hear about my Peacocks anymore? <laughs> that's the actual no, Peacock. I that's did not. not me. No more. Yeah, no, no more so of those. I was prepping for the show. And by that, I mean surfing the internet, wasting time. Okay. And I came across a list of the 30 greatest action movies of all time as compiled by Mental Floss, the website. Okay. okay? Um, so I'm like, yeah, cool. You know, I like those movies. We'll, we'll check them out. Have you ever heard? This is, this is the number one movie on their list. The greatest action movies of all time. They went way back to 1953. Okay. And it's a movie called The Wages of Fear. You big fan? Never heard of it in my life. <laughs> okay. Neither had I. So we got off to a bad start right there. Then they go back almost as far, 1954, The Seven Samurai. Now, that one's a classic that I think a lot of people have seen, but it's 75 years old at this point. Where I think they got, at least in their top five, I could see Enter the Dragon on, uh, on a lot of people's list. Uh-huh. I, could see, I could see Enter the Dragon on a lot of people's list. They've got Goldfinger at three. They've got mm-hmm. Shaft at four. Enter the Dragon, like you mentioned, at number five. Um, the Driver then, from 1978. Then, don't know it. And then they go through a streak here to round up the top 15. Fast and the Furious, three, six, seven, and eight are all four in a row. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you get the first pick in the action movie draft sleeve. You're telling somebody you have to start with this movie to kind of not, not only do I love it, but it, it's a cultural touchstone. What are you picking? So I looked through their list, and I, you know, I just kind of think of movies that popped up right away. Uh, this one's got to be on my list. All right, and it doesn't have to be in any specific order. Okay. Predator is one of my favorite movies of all time. Get back to the chopper. That is one of my favorite movies of all time. By the way, it's kind of funny because you could put a, a ton of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies in there. Predator's probably. Probably my favorite of all the uh, – and I know you got Terminator. I know you got Robocop. I know there's others that you could throw in there. Mm-hmm. But Predator is always going to be on my list. Predator's not bad. It, it's fine. It wouldn't make my top three or four. But here, here's number one because not only is it just a really good movie, which is which is important. It's not just stuff blowing up. It's okay. not just guns being fired. It's it's actually you're kind of interested to see yep. what happens next. Like how mm-hmm. does this end? Does the good guy win? Do the bad guys win? And – we're still talking about this movie 30 years after it came out. We still have a, a very heated cultural discussion about its relevancy. Die Hard. Die, die, die Hard is the movie, right? That Not only is it a good movie, you want to see Hans Gruber get blown up. Mm-hmm. You want to see Yippee Kaye, banky banky, right? Mm-hmm. You, want, you, you want to hear. We all know what those things mean. We still talk about whether or not it's a Christmas movie. It's not. That's a fact. But Die Hard, is at the, it's got a, a legendary action hero in Bruce Willis. Is there any better action movie than Die Hard? Oh, I'm going to throw another one. I'm going to throw another one at you. Uh, were you a Dark Knight fan? Yeah, really good. Okay, I thought I thought that's that's one of my favorite ones. Were you a Point Break fan? I know it's a little bit, but were so, you a Point Break fan? Point Break is a really good choice. And anybody that wants to weigh on this, 877-710-ESPN. Don't hate on Point Break, Travis. 877-710-ESPN. Don't hate on it. By. Point I'm Break was great. You can send in your tweets as well. Point Break is a really fun movie. But it's mostly fun, and don't get. If I'm flipping channels and I see Point Break, I'm stopping. I'm watching mm-hmm. it. Okay, mm-hmm. so that that that's a good test in and of itself. But I like it more because it's so campy and ridiculous more than it's a good movie. Cross the line, and people trusted you, and they die. I am an FBI agent. 
I mean, it's some of the most terrible acting yeah. you're ever going to see, but by, it's by, unbelievably watchable. By the way, that kind of falls into – there's a lot of these action movies where at one point you're like, oh, this this is something else. And then you go back and watch it, and you are like, okay, this is cheesy as hell, or what the hell are we – how is that part of the script? You got some of those moments in Point Break, but I'm still a big fan of Point Break. It, it, so am I, but it's just – it's not good, but I still love it, if that makes any sense. By the way, if I said this to you, would you know what I mean? Utah, get me two. <laughs> Funch, you look of like of course you know I do. Gary Busey, man, that, that's right, legendary. He wants, he wants two meatball sandwiches. Utah, get me two. Yeah, yours is the one that looks like a roadkill. You, you know what I thought? Shot like two minutes later. You know what I thought you were talking about? Utah, get me two. Let's get that second win tonight. Let's go, Jazz. Come on, let's get one more. <laughs> All right, so get one more in there. Here's another one that okay. goes back. It, it's it's kind of old, but not super super old. And again, it's a good movie somebody that is synonymous with action movies, and it was kind of the first of its kind when it came to exploring kind of the dark side of some of these action guys. First Blood. Okay? First, mm. I'm not talking Rambo, where he goes back into the jungle and frees the POWs. Yep. That, that was more just watch stuff blow up, right? But Rambo was a troubled guy, kind of in search of his identity in a new world, going through and getting hassled by the hillbilly cops. And he wasn't doing anything wrong, and they give him a hard time. They squirt him with the hose. They throw him in jail. He just wanted to walk through town. And they messed with the wrong guy, and he squared the account. That is a great movie. And Sylvester Stallone, who's over the top in just about everything he does, actually pretty chill performance in that movie. It's pretty damn good. You know which one was my favorite movie for a long time, and I think it's definitely one of those that falls into the criteria of, okay, yeah, this was good at one point. Yeah, you probably don't need to watch this again. I used to love The Rock. I used oh, to love. Okay. You know I where used I used to love The Rock. I really did. For some reason, I thought, I was like, I remember the first time I watched him, it's, this is it. This is, there's, <laughs> they don't make any, any better films than Citizen this. Citizen Kane, Gone with the Wind, take him down, put The Rock on the, on, on the list of greatest. Here's where the, two, two things happened in, um, in, in The Rock. Mm -hmm. Number one, Stanley Goodspeed. Stop. You can't be called Stanley Goodspeed. That's a ridiculous name. Number two, Nick Cage, unless he's drinking himself to death with Elizabeth Shue, I'm out. <laughs> I, that, that's, that, that movie, Leaving Las Vegas, was great, mostly because Elizabeth Shue was in it. Huge fan. But Nick Cage is no. I walked away saying, no, it's, it's official. Uh, Nicholas Cage is the GOAT. This is, we do GOAT in sports. Nicholas Cage is the GOAT in his industry. No, the real GOAT is Sean Connery in that movie. Sean Connery is a man yeah. in that Welcome movie. Welcome to the Rock. Um, hold on. He's been in prison for 30 years, and now he's a Navy SEAL all yes. of a sudden. I, this, Come on. This, this feels a little why, bit of a stretch. I, well, I, I have a difficult time why you're trying to overanalyze this. Just appreciate greatness. <laughs> because this is what makes him great. They, I'm not saying that I haven't watched it more than once. I'm saying there's, ooh, this is actually good, and look at how terrible this thing is. Let me spend two hours. Right, give me another one. What, fun of what's it. another action one you got? Are you guys in on Terminator. the Fast and Furious movies? Those are so I'm out on those because they're not. But I get it. I get why people like them. I don't get it, and no, I'm not in on them. Really? Yeah, I'm not in. I, I, I have not seen one Fast and I, I, I like watching a movie, but I hate myself after I watch it. You know who likes those movies? Who? My wife. Really? And she's not a car person. She's not an action she's, movie. Seems like she's a Vin Diesel person. Then she likes those movies. I think it's more mm. The Rock than it is Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It, it's more that, but that's fine. I'm, I'm Terminator. That. You threw Terminator. a Terminator. Yeah, no, that's game changer. That's, yeah, game that's changer. a no brainer. That's a no brainer. Not, kind of a sci fi element. Kind of just a, a shoot 'em up element. There's a whole bunch. Can of, I give you one fact it. about Terminator? Hit me. Folks. The original Terminator was supposed to be O.J. Simpson. Really? Yeah. Before Arnold, they they asked O.J. Simpson to be the Terminator. Hmm. Did you know that, Trav? I didn't, but I, I, I like my – I'm just going to leave it. I'm just going to let it sit there. Yeah, I'm, leave it alone. I'm, don't do anything with it. Funch, don't get me wrong. I'm really happy you told me that. Yes, I did. But I'm just going to leave that there because I feel like whatever I say next is not going to go well for me. So I'll just leave it there, and we'll take our first phone call here. Let's go to Juan Juan. You're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Well, blood sport. That's a good one. Somebody uh, just mentioned on Twitter. What's going yeah. on, Juan? Hey. What's up, Trav? Man, it's the first time I call you guys in the, in the little duo in the morning, man. I'm happy to be on here with you guys. Happy to have you. Hey, uh, so the, my question was, uh, let me get right to it. Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You guys remember that one? Oh, sure. 
Let off some speed, some steam, Bennett. Of yeah, course I know that I think it kills like 60 individual people in that movie, bro. <laughs> if you make that a drinking game, you'll black out. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see if you guys remember that one, but that's a really good one. And then that's funny that they asked OJ. That movie would be completely that's... different if OJ was in it, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good way of saying it, Juan. That's, that is a... <laughs> Hey, I'm, Thank you I'm for out. The call. By I'm the out way, on that one. Yep. You could you could have given me a week to come up with the perfect sentence to to kind of summarize what Funch just told us, and Juan got it on the first try. That would be a very different movie with OJ as the Terminator. Yes, got, it would. We got a lot of people coming after us for one movie we missed out. Bloodsport. That's, yeah. I, I can't yeah. argue that one. No, no, no. Don't don't hesitate. Bloodsport is that's that's on the come list. On, that's definitely Travis. on the list. John Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Come no, on. That's a, no, that's, that's a great no, Frank movie. Frank Dukes? No. That's a great movie. Is, wait, hold on. Is that the one where Chun-Li is kicking the pillar and all the dust comes off? Is that that movie? Or I is think, that a different Jean-Claude? No, it's a different movie? one. I think it's Kickboxer. Okay, that's good. I, I did kind of like that one because Chun-Li was terrifying. Remember, <laughs> Blood, was, remember, remember in Bloodsport where he got, uh, what, the guy put the powder in his eye or something along those yeah, lines? Yeah, yeah. And, then, and he, then he just makes it happen without seeing anything. Oh, come on, Trav. <laughs> that whole montage when he was blind and stuff, yeah, I remember Let's that. Let's try one more here. Let's go to Chino Hills and Chris. Chris, you're on with Travis and Slee. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, my suggestion was going to be, have you guys ever seen The, the Professional? With uh, Jean Reno and a, a very young Natalie Portman. Oh yeah, that is good. Yeah, I've not seen it. Gary Oldman. I mean, because it's basically like John Wick before you know the John Wick movies. Mm. It, this is like what predates it and really sets up the John Wick movies. It's a professional. So good. That is a very good call. That that's kind of deep in the uh, catalog. You'd have to be kind of a movie person, I think. Maybe not. I put it this way: I don't see everything that comes out. But I have seen that one. That's not a bad. That's not a bad call. Good job, Chris. This is uh, making me. Try. By the way, this is making me want to go back and see a couple. It's been so long since I've seen some of these movies. It, honestly, it's been so long since I've gone back and seen some of these movies. Sleep. Hold on a second. Let me check. Let me check here. You, you you're done with your day in 21 minutes. Yep. You've got Netflix. You've got Amazon Prime. Go to work. It, start, let me. Start, can start I tell you something? Can, can I tell you something? By the time I'm done with three movies, it will still be 4:30. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have had your six beers by then. I'll be sitting back like, what the hell do I do now? Should I do Lakers talk tonight? <laughs> Let's try another one. Menifee. And uh, is it Keeley? Keeley, you're on with Travis and Slee. Hey, guys. What's up? It's Keel, actually. Keel. But, um, Sorry about that. Yeah, so one, one, two things real quick. The, in The Rock, they killed off Michael Bean, the star in Terminator, really early in that movie. Yes. They were, sending, that. they were sending a message. That's what they were doing. <laughs> So anyway, okay. Well, I didn't like that. But what I was going to say <laughs> is, what about what about aliens with Sigourney Weaver? Okay, so we're talking about Ripley, right? Sigourney Weaver's character. So, look, those are good movies. And no, Alien, are, a, Alien's a good one too. That, that, it, it is, but mm-hmm. okay. Are we? Is that an action movie or is that like a space movie? An more alien like a movie, romantic a sci-fi. I'd say it's an action movie. Is it? Okay, I, I could be talked into it. That's fine. But I, I, I don't know. That, that those are kind of creepy. That's more horror-y, sci-fi-y than than action to me. Good, but yeah, that it has more of a horror feel. But there's definitely action to it. I, I think there is a. I, I it's kind of funny. Alien, I, I did not think of. But when somebody brings up, by the way, all, all these that people are bringing up, it, it really does kind of take you back. I, I haven't seen these movies in so long. I mean, even the ones that I mentioned. If I mentioned Point Break, uh, I mentioned The Rock. I think I mentioned Predator. Um, Enter the Dragon is a good one. Dark mm-hmm. Knight, I think we mentioned for a quick second. But I haven't, I haven't seen these movies in ten plus years. Easy ten plus years. But you can remember them. That's how you know they're good movies. That's how you know they're great action movies. The calls are rolling in. We're going to continue to do that too. And also, Slee, there's a very disturbing trend in the sports world that I am refusing to be a part of. I'll tell you what it is next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling this might be there. You remember this, right, Slee? It's one of my uh, – this is actually my alarm. <laughs> so, you know what this is? my second alarm. Of? It's not my first alarm. It's the second one that comes on. All right. So, all of you that are listening that are old enough to remember that song when it came out and it was playing on the radio, tell me if this doesn't take you back. That You're in the uh, junior high school gym, and that song comes out. It's one of the two or three slow dances that you're going to get that day, and there's that cute girl that you've had your eye on for a while, or cute boy you've had your eye on, and you go over – Hey, um, would you uh, would you like to dance with me? 
Sure, sure, sure. And then you go and you put your hands on top of her shoulders, and she yep. puts her hands on top of your shoulders, and you kind of rock back and forth. Hold on, yep. As I'm far away as it. possible. You guys are holding yep. each other as far away as you possible. Know, you could fit two other people in between mm-hmm. where the two of you are standing, but you're feeling the air supply. You're all out of love. You can't live without you. And it's like, yeah, I just danced with that girl. Appreciate I, you I taking you us do. back, Trev. Thank you, man. That was. Uh... Well, you never did that? Well, no, no. I, I'm just saying with the music that yeah. it kind of took us back to that's – it sounds like – that doesn't sound like something you just made up. That sounds like something that literally happened with that song in the high school – or in the uh, middle school gym. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I know. That, <laughs> that was not a creative writing exercise. That was a memory that <laughs> – look, music's powerful. Music and smells, right? You Sometimes you say, oh, that reminds me of this. But, yeah, little hands on the shoulders, rocking back and forth. Uh, we are getting a ton of input, Slee on the best action movies. Very quickly, this is from Anthony uh, Rincon. He writes, Yo, Kickboxer is greater than Bloodsport. Also, Van Damme, hell of a run in the 90s. Oh, Van Damme was killing it. Van Damme, had, he, let's, not, let's not pretend. Van Damme was killing it in the 90s. Not my guy, but yes, he was. Uh, this is from Dean. Kickboxer seemed more realistic than Bloodsport because his brother, who was the U.S. champ and had spent <laughs> his entire life as a kickboxer, got worked, but his brother trained for two weeks and was able Able to destroy Tong Po. <laughs> See, that, these that are the, scene, this is the sort listen, of analysis we need. That scene I mentioned earlier, when Jean Claude gets the gets a powder in his eyes, when that scene was going on, I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm gonna go jog outside. I, I'm, I'm gonna go do something. I'm gonna go. I'm doing a hundred push-ups right now. I get to like nine, and I'm like, that's it. That's all I can go. <laughs> that's enough. I, I, I was like, no, this is this is going to be my career. I want to do what they're doing in Bloodsport. This is this is going to be my future. This is Jack Burton, and he writes, uh, Face Off with Travolta and Nick Cage is the best action movie y'all haven't mentioned yet. It's actually better than everything you have named with actual action scenes and plot. Jack, you're going to have to refresh my memory. Is there a second Face Off movie? Because the one that I saw with Nick Cage and John Travolta would go on the list of worst movies ever produced. <laughs> There must be a second one that you really liked because there's no way we're talking about the same movie. Yeah, I wasn't. uh, I I didn't care much for Face Off. Not over the top acting in that movie. No, well, you don't say. Something involving Nick Cage and John Travolta had over the top acting. Really? Are you sure? I mean, come on. (laughs) Those guys are the kings of that. Let's try another one on the phone. Let's go to um, Riverside and Greg. Greg, you're on with Travis and Sleep. Hey, guys, how y'all doing, man? Good, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, hey, I've got two with Robert De Niro. The first one is Heat. Got to be way up there, man. I mean, Mm -hmm. Pacino, De Niro, Val Kilmer. Yeah, no uh, argument there. awesome movie. Michael Madsen's good in that movie, too. Oh, man, just a phenomenal movie. And then the other one that's a little obscure was De Niro with uh, Jean Reno and Sean Bean called Ronan. Also good. You guys ever also seen good. that? Yeah, I, 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 I I've seen it yeah. once, and I liked it, but I, I couldn't tell you anything about it. I remember liking it. But Heat, Slee, that's, that's one that's got to be on no, the that's list. That's a classic. Right? Thanks, Greg. That's a classic. There's a lot of people saying The Warriors. Again, kind of can't I haven't seen it. Bias. You uh, haven't come seen out it. and play. That doesn't ring a bell. I've got to watch it today, man. Watch that it rings today. a bell, but I've not seen that movie. Yeah. The Warriors was good. The Warriors was good. I don't know if it makes that list. Let's try another one here. Uh, Van Nuys and Mario. Mario, you're on with Travis and Sleep. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Another rock movie that a lot of people sleep on is The Rundown with Christopher Walken. I don't know that one. Yeah, I didn't see that. Did not well, see take, that. Take me through it. What, what's the plot, Mario? Hit me. Uh, so The Rock is like a bounty hunter, and he's hired to go capture some guy in Brazil, and Christopher Walken does not want to let him go with The Rock because he found a gold treasure worth like $14 million, and Christopher Walken tries to steal all the money. Look, I'm sold. All I needed to hear was The Rock and Christopher Walken, and I'm in. I don't don't even care what happens after that. I want those two guys to share the screen together. Let's do this. We have 10 minutes left in the show. Let's play the audio of the first 10 minutes of that movie. Let's see see maybe if it gets us going a little bit. Did you like Heat? Were you a Heat guy, Slee? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know it's kind of funny. There's 
There's a lot of these movies that I, I go back and I, I start thinking, I'm like, all right, when's the last time I seen this movie? And a lot of there's a lot of suggestions right now. By the way, somebody said Brandon Craig says G Force takes the cake of worst movie ever produced. Don't kid yourself. So now we got people <laughs> chiming in on the worst movies ever also produced. Also fun. Yeah, I like that. Um, but I, 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 I definitely, I definitely want to. I, I got to pick two or three here that I got to go back in and say, all right, let's let's watch one of these. But there's a few of them I haven't seen, so. Well, th- this is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. That if you, if it's a great one, we've probably all seen it, right? That that's what makes it great. It has that cultural <laughs> no, ubiquity. No, you you'd be surprised. There's definitely probably some movies that are great that I have not seen. For instance, this. Okay, hold hold on, hold on. I'm gonna fast forward the tape to 9:45 tomorrow. It's time for Ask Slee. First up is Travis in Laguna Niguel. Travis writes, Slee, what's the most famous movie that you've never seen? Um, you'd have to tell me. You'd have to say, "Hey, Al, this is one of the best movies have you ever." Seen Star Wars. Yes. Have you seen The Godfather? Yeah, of course. Yep. Have you seen um, uh, Scarface? Oh uh, yeah, uh, those classics, no question. Have about you seen it. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Jaws, E.T.? Yes, on all three of them. Okay. Um, the, wait, but but go to action movies. Some of the action movies that that um, there's a few on this, like Warriors. I've never seen. And Funch said you got to go see that right away. I've Have never seen, seen that before. RoboCop. Yeah. All right. I'm now I'm going down the list. I you know you've seen that. You can't tell me you haven't seen big movies and then not be able to tell me The Fugitive. Have you seen that? Fugitive, good one. Harrison Ford, yep. Speed. Speed. This is the sad thing about Speed. That's one of my favorite movies, too. Did Ooh. you think that was a good one? It was, it was fine. Are you kidding me? It was Bro, fine. That was, no, that was – granted, I haven't seen it in 20 years, but that's definitely First of all. One. A very young Sandra Bullock, so it's a very good movie. That's always fun. And and you've got a good bad guy, and then you've got Keanu Reeves doing what he does, which is just kind of staring into the camera and grunting. It's pretty good. Keanu, Keanu Reeves got paid back in the days. That dude yeah. was getting paid Still back does, in the days. Still does, I think. I mean, those John I, I Wick gotta, movies, he's not doing those for free. i got to find – I'm sure there's a few classics I haven't seen before, so no, we'll, 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 we'll find keep them. We're going to peeling that in. We're going we'll to find them for sure. The Dump, coming up next, Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Slee, let's start with this one. Five years ago today, June 10th, 2016, a kind of infamous moment in the history of the NBA that really kind of changed the history of one person's legacy. Draymond Green kicked LeBron Uh. James in the junk on this day five years ago. Remember, of course, that was his X amount of uh, flagrant fouls. He gets suspended for the next Open the window. The Cavs win. They open the window for Game 7. LeBron beats the 73-win Warriors and cements himself as one of those dudes. That happened five years ago today. Yeah, isn't that funny? Uh, You kind of look back at that run that the Golden State Warriors had, and that play alone, which I don't know if that then led. If they win an NBA championship that year, does Kevin Durant still go to the Golden State Warriors? I don't have the answer to that. Uh, that LeBron's legacy is very different, that's for sure. That will go down as, you know, one of the best Game 7s in the history of the NBA, and all of that started because of Draymond Green getting that, uh, getting that flagrant tour, whatever they called it. Do you buy this theory? Because I've heard this a bunch, and I saw it again Ken? today when they were talking about the anniversary of this, mm-hmm. that when LeBron beat the Warriors, when LeBron came back from 3-1, and not only did he, he win because he led the, 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 the series in literally everything, minutes, points, yep. rebounds, blocks, steals, all of it, pick a stat – LeBron James led it. He had the iconic block against Iguodala that, that changed everything. That, that, and then all of a sudden the GOAT conversation between Michael and LeBron started to really heat up in earnest for the first time and that that was the inspiration for Michael Jordan to sign off on that documentary on the last – I'm forgetting the name of it right now. The, the Last the, Dance. The Last, last dance. dance. Thank you. Thank you. That that's what finally decided to say, yes, let's release that footage. Let's do The Last Dance. That that was the impetus. I, you know, I never read that before. I, I had no idea that that was connected. Um, I would hope that it wasn't connected. I would hope that Jordan would just kind of decide at some point they're going to release this footage and it's going to be fascinating because here's the reality. He doesn't need that moment to, to do that. That's the bottom line. You, so You don't think so, and I don't think so, and most basketball fans probably don't think so. Michael Jordan thinks so. Look, of all the, what did we learn from the last dance? Mm-hmm. One, it was fun to kind of run down memory road and watch Michael do Michael things. It was incredibly awesome. But we also learned Michael's pretty petty. My, my, Michael carries chips. Michael likes to keep score. Michael does not like to have people say things about him that he doesn't agree with. And it, it doesn't surprise me at all that Michael said, you know what? 
I'll put an end. I'll remind everybody who I am. Watch this. I think no matter what, uh, whether he released that when he did a year ago, whatever it was, or they released it five years from now, uh, I, I think that there's enough always there that people remember Michael Jordan, what he did in, in, back in those 90s. I, I hope it had nothing to do with this, uh, with that LeBron James moment. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. All right, next one. Um, you can go get your plate and start heading to the line, Sleeve. Buffets in Las Vegas are open. You can go get your eat on. You can have as many powdered scrambled eggs as you want. You can put 48 slices of bacon on your plate. You can get four slices of prime rib and a bagel with cream cheese. Are you in? This one surprises me that um, you're not as passionate about this as I thought you'd be. Because what you've told me is that quantity sometimes is more important than quality. No, I've never said that. I'm the no, you, you have said that. No, no, no. <laughs> With the helmet nachos, weren't you saying how big it is, how much chips yeah, are there? Nachos, the quality is there. And no, quality plus <laughs> quality, quantity is, is awesome. not. <laughs> listen, don't don't make your case that there's quality in helmet nachos oh, at yeah. Dodger Stadium. You haven't gotten you, you've, somebody did you wrong with the helmet nachos that you tried because they're fantastic and okay. there's okay. enough there to feed an entire family. But okay. no, but buffets, with a few exceptions, looking at you, Ritz-Carlton, in, um, or not Ritz-Carlton, Four Seasons in Santa Barbara, you can go ahead and start that buffet again. That thing's incredible. But most buffets are just Don't a care bunch, about buffets. A Couldn't agree more. really average food. Couldn't agree and, more. Yeah. I, I don't want to eat your shrimp cocktail that's been sitting out there for three hours. I just, I'm, I'm good Give on that. Give it to that. me then. I'll take it. Funch, you're gonna, you're not gonna eat that shrimp. My cocktail, pasta, are you? my pasta yeah, is touching. Maybe. My pasta is touching the enchilada, which is touching the cantaloupe. I don't need all that. <laughs> and it's also touching my chocolate pudding. <laughs> I okay. don't need all that on one plate. By the way, let, let me just let me just say this about buffets. Yes. Look, the concept is awesome. You walk into this place, you got your plate. The plate is warm. You're looking around. I'm like Chinese food, Italian food, Mexican food, prime rib. It, it is. It's a pretty amazing thing to see. But okay. then when you actually start eating and put everything together, I'm like, yeah, this probably isn't the best idea. Yeah. <laughs> so you you said something interesting that makes me question your strategies. Okay, so you just painted a picture where somehow, some way, a piece of fruit makes its way on your plate at a buffet. Then, I'm look, just trying to think of I'm just trying to think of like by the time you get to that third or fourth plate and you start now trying to mix in the fruit with yeah. you know your kind of your game plan was I'm just going to get fruit but then you're still picking and grabbing an egg roll and a couple other things so like fruit is delicious I love fruit we talked about apples yesterday who doesn't love a nice slice of cantaloupe or a couple of rings of pineapple it's delicious right a couple of nice ice cold cubes of watermelon who doesn't like that that's just it's it's girl glorious but if you're not, if your plate doesn't have anything but prime rib and eggs Benedict and, and those sort of items stacked up like the Empire State Building, you're doing it wrong. By the way, how are they going to do buffets now? I mean, everybody's using the same spoons. Everybody's, I mean, that, that does not sound like – the way we used to do it sounds so foreign now to be able to still do it. Because, you know, Mike, who's behind me, who's I'm handing the spoon to, and I don't know who the hell he is, those days got to be over. Yeah, the, no. I'm, we're, that is a BP, a buffet person problem. It's not a Travis problem. How do they find the pods, Lee? Uh, ESPN app or iTunes, search Travis and Sliwa. You get uh, all five shows this week. Friday extravaganza tomorrow, 8.55, Travis and Slee.